This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, yes, yes, yes. A good Thursday morning to one and all. Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Number to call, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Mike Pete across the way, bogus your updates as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Ah, uh, you know, fair to Midland Moose, but I'm here. But otherwise, uh, looking forward to doing a great show. With I'm you. excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> what a buildup! Ringing endorsements. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> well, we got a lot of NBA to cover. We got a couple of NBA get guests. Get fired up, everybody! Yeah, get into it. Lock it. <laughs> oh yeah, ah. fan of Midland. Yeah, uh, well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I'm looking forward Appreciate to the next three hours with you as we take you. I'm right glad up you're here too, by the way. Thank I, you very I much. Thank you. I uh, was waiting, but uh, then I just decided to muddle on. I was a little late. There you go. Yes, yeah, a little late to the game, but that's all right. No I'm worries. Sorry. I hate. A uh, lot to get into. We're going to be joined a little bit later on by the pro- in the program. Uh, former NBA guard, Arizona Wildcats star Jason Terry is going to join us. Um, he is a member of the Big Three. A trilogy captain will join us top of the third and final hour. And then we're going to talk to Reed Forgrave uh, from CBS Sports NBA writer and reporter, contributor. Uh, we're going to talk a little NBA. Could close out the program as free agency comes your way, Taz, at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. And... And really, to the surprise of what should be nobody, I mean, the news comes out yesterday, reportedly, Woj and everybody else, that Kevin Durant is uh, not going to pl- is going to opt out uh, of that final year of his uh, you know one and one deal that he had with the Golden State Warriors at a tad over thirty one million dollars. I-, I was surprised, and I guess it's because of the player that he is. Taz, um, but uh, I-, I thought it was kind of a foregone conclusion. That he was going to opt out um, and wasn't going to be playing out. I know. Wasn't I going to sit yeah. and and take the thirty one point five million dollars coming his way. That he was looking to try and maximize his value, and that he still had teams that were willing to offer him a max a contract via free agency. There were reports out of Golden State that they were still willing to give him a five year contract, even though he was not going to play next year. Recovering from that torn Achilles. Uh, but it was almost like when that news came out, it almost like was surprising. Like, whoa, whoa! I mean, <laughs> he's not. Wow! I mean, look at this. He's actually going to hit free agency. And, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, to me, it was it would have been more of a bigger story if he decided to take the thirty one point five million dollars rather than deciding not to take the thirty one point five. I million felt the dollars. same way. I really, yeah. When it came, I'm like, wow, what the heck? Like it was. Um, but you know what? It's like, listen, he's. By the way, how nice must it be like for him? Man, he's a great player. We know that. We know the money these guys make, right? But yeah, ridiculous. But it is ridiculous. But just just think about like we, you know what we do. Oh, for it's living. a different world. I know, right? Yeah. We throw around these numbers because we're, we're spitting truth, right? Like monopoly it, money. It's just it's like you're right. It's like yeah. monopoly game fantasy money, and it's just like you can't even like if you stop and figure and fathom. You know, it's like like you said, you know, a little north of thirty one million dollars. You know, option and stuff that he'll just. 
Like no big, like it's like no big deal. Like it's crazy yeah, to me. Uh, right. It really I think is. it hit me. I agree with you. I think it hit me yesterday with the Bradley <laughs> Beal news coming out of Washington that the Wizards are preparing to offer him a, a three year, like hundred and five, hundred and ten million dollar contract Bradley extension. Beal. Yeah. And and, and Beal's were, but I it just that hit me in terms of the money. The Imagine money, right, just right. being like a guy that you're sitting there knowing that that kind of contract, whether it be Washington, whether it be some that money is coming your way. Like, you know, you're going to put your name to a contract that, you know, you're going to make well over $100 million over the course of a three-year span. I mean, it's just ridiculous amounts of wealth. I mean, good it, for them. God bless. Oh, I yeah, mean, no, no, I'm not fantastic. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I know you're not, but yeah. it, 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 that's what I got to say to prevent myself from weeping. I mean, that's what <laughs> I got to do because it's a, it's an unbelievable amount of money. They're in a different world, uh, It really is. They're just it, in a, they are in a much different world where the world is their oyster and they it, can do anything. Anything they want at any time of the day and at any point of the day. Some would say, ah, yeah, but they got to pay Uncle Sam a oh, chunk. Stop, of, I know, right? Come on. Exactly. I, I wouldn't mind paying Uncle Sam. Man. Me neither. I really like, wouldn't. Man. I really wouldn't. If I'm making thirty-one point five and Uncle Sam's Uncle taking Sam. T- Uncle Sam's taking twelve million of it, that's fine. I still, got, I still got nineteen million uh, that's, that's, exactly that's going it. into the bank oh, account that I'm God. free and clear and can do whatever the hell I want to do with it. And this guy's thirty years old, Kevin Durant, right? He's a yeah. Great player. We know he's going to be out. And, you know, he's got the injury. It sucks, but for him and all that jazz, but. You know, I mean, he could sign a four-year deal, which, which is north of $163, $164 million with another team. Yeah. That's crazy. Right, and and then he could sign the, you know, make it even more money if he signed that five-year five deal. Five-year deal, right. Right, with uh, with his current team, and that Warriors, being the Golden yeah. State Warriors, Taz. And he is in New York City uh, meeting, you know, with his agent, and there hasn't been a lot out of there. The only thing you heard from Kevin Durant yesterday or saw from Kevin Durant yesterday was he happened to stumble upon or – um, you know, uh, walking, I guess, walking on the street uh, gingerly with uh, with crutches. He, yeah. he happened to run into Charles Oakley. Uh, I know which, that. Yeah, did you see that? The picture yesterday. That's, that's funny. Him and Oakley uh, <laughs> met up, uh, and Charles tweeted out a picture of him and Durant. Uh, I don't know where they were in New York City, just on some street or what have you. And uh, and that could not be – that's not good news if you're a Knicks fan. Because, <laughs> no. as you know – Charles Oakley, his relationship <laughs> with James Dolan Hatred. is not existent because Dolan <laughs> kicked him out of the garden, basically had him, you know, handcuffed and dragged yeah. out of the garden, <laughs> and then went on radio locally in New York and painted him as a as an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hilarious. so it's it's it, true, but funny and sad at the same right, time. Right, as free agency gets going at Sunday, so, the Sunday at six o'clock. If you had any hope that the Knicks were yeah. going to sign Kevin Durant and he was going to come to Madison Square Garden, wow. even with the reports yesterday, no. Taz, that Dolan wanted to make sure he was medically okay, that oh, he was going to yeah. recover Dude. from this torn Achilles, was a little hesitant, <laughs> that maybe have given him a, a max deal in free agency that the Knicks are going to offer him. Then you get the picture last night on on Twitter on Instagram of him at Oakley. You, you, gotta, imagine, you have to have the belief that Oakley at that stage be like anywhere else but the yeah, Knicks. Just I don't. I think we both could agree that Oakley was definitely not an ambassador of the New York Knickerbockers. No, I'd agree with that. To Mister Durant, no, uh, I, I would agree. You gotta with that. go there. This yes. is a great, great program. Great right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's like, dude, go across the bridge to Brooklyn. Yeah, go someplace else. Right. You want no part of this. I don't care what they tell you in that meeting, Taz. Exactly. And, yeah, so uh, you look at as NBA free agency gets going at, at Sunday night at uh, at six o'clock Eastern time. You know, it's going to be fascinating to see exactly where these chips fall and what's the first big chip to fall. Um, and when I think about the big chip, I think about Durant. I think about Kyrie Irving. 
Um, and um, and I also, uh, you know, those would be the, at, certainly at the top of the list, and obviously Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard you know, yeah. those three guys, Taz, there's the belief that that Kyrie Irving and Durant are a duo. That they, if they head to, if Durant leaves Golden State, he's going to partner up with Kyrie Irving. Right. And the belief now is that they're going to partner up in Brooklyn because everyone and their mother seems to be thinking that Kyrie Irving is going uh, going to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, That the Knicks really kind of might be left between a rock and a hard place. They don't end up anywhere. And we know that Kawhi Leonard's not signing a contract extension with the Toronto Raptors right when free agency starts because we do know that he's in Los Angeles meeting with the Clippers. Or it's going to be with the Clippers. I, I would assume it's in Los Angeles come July 2nd. So right. at least up until July 2nd, you know, there's not going to be any movement from Kawhi Leonard. And he's going to take a meeting with the Knicks as well, as the Knicks will also meet with Kevin Durant. So he's going to play the game and have his rear end kits, which right. is fine. But what do you think <clears throat> the first chip to fall would be? If I asked you for the big three, of those big three guys, Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, who's the first one? To make the to to decide where they're going to play basketball, okay, or in Durant's case, rehab in 2019, right. uh, and and I can answer this little question you have, even if it's someone staying with a current team they're with, correct? Okay, so I would say Kawhi Leonard. I think it'll be the first. I think that'll once he's done, you know, talking to potential suitors, you know, if it's the Clippers or whatever, and then he'll end up making an announcement or his team will or somebody will or Toronto will he's staying in Toronto. That's what I think. <laughs> Okay, so you think yeah, that's so right. you think Kawhi Leonard? I could see that. I mean, I, I could see that. Now, do you think the Kyrie Irving Durant signings? Do you think they will occur on the same day? My point being is, do you think it's going to be a case where you know Besseglia's Nets announced, for argument's sake, you know, on the same day, you know, mm. the fifth of July, we have signed Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Uh, to four-year contracts. Do you think that's the case, or do you think Kyrie Irving signs and then Durant makes the decision to join him, <clears throat> or Durant decides to stay in Golden State or go to the Knicks? I think option two. I think Kyrie okay. Kyrie makes the announcement. Great question. Uh, Kyrie makes his announcement first, that he ends up with the Nets, and then I, I don't know. I don't have a good feel on what I think Durant would do. I know. I mean, and you're right, Moose. I mean, it's like the vibe has been that Kyrie and KD are a team. That they're gonna team up someplace. I don't know. I I don't I'm starting to feel like I do feel like Kyrie's gonna go to the Nets. I think where there's smoke, there's fire. I do think he's gonna go to Brooklyn. But I'm on the fence about KD. What do you do you think they're gonna team up? Uh no, I, I think Kyrie Irving wants to play in the metropolitan area of New York. Right. right? right. So I think he wants to play either the, with the Knicks or the Brooklyn Nets. And right now I think he wants to probably play with the Brooklyn Nets. Right. Uh, uh so I think Kyrie Irving is going to be the first one to decide, and then Durant will ultimately. Oh, so make... before Kawhi? No, no. Oh, I'm oh, saying I after, I, I, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you that I think Kawhi, I think Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Uh, I think it's between those two teams. So I think he's going to go off, and I think he's probably leaning one way. If I had a venture guess right now on this Thursday morning, Taz, as we are, you know, four days away from the start of NBA free agency, <clears throat> just a guess now, speculation. I would say Kawhi Leonard's probably leaning to remaining with the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree. And so I think he would have to probably get his socks knocked off uh, and blown away by whatever presentation the Los Angeles Clippers give Mm -hmm. to him. And you know it's going to be come back home, you're an L.A. kid, you start at San Diego State, you just bought, you know, this is the place for you, you can become even a bigger star, you can make even more money. Right. 
you know, it's not just a shoe deal. There's other stuff that you can get involved in, you know, that will will help you out with. I mean, you'll, you know, this is where, you know, the you know, back in the States, you're not up in Canada. There, right. There's a lot of things that the Clippers can play upon with the emotions of Kawhi Leonard. But ultimately, I think Kawhi said it best during the course of the postseason. He doesn't care about stats. He's not there about individual awards. What is he about? He's about winning. Right. And I think ultimately Kawhi Leonard's going to look at it and say, you know, how do I, at least in the short term, how exactly do I leave a team that just won a title that if I roll back with would right now probably be the favorite to get one would be the favorite to get through the East and get back to the NBA Finals as long as we stayed healthy next season. Absolutely, no. I think Kawhi Leonard Moose is in a he's in the catbird seat as far as all these players go because I, I I don't think fan bases anywhere would be upset with him no matter what he decides to do. So let's just say hypothetically he does not stay in Toronto. Okay, let's say you and I are both wrong and he goes to Los Angeles. He goes to Los Angeles to play for the Clippers. I don't think the Toronto fans will be mad at him. They'll appreciate he he helped was a the, he helped spearhead a championship yeah. <clears throat> to that franchise, and I think they'll appreciate. Him. They're going to miss the hell out of him, but they're going to understand he wants to play not only in America but play you know where he's from in Southern California in that San Diego LA area. So he's going to want to play over there. But let's just say he doesn't do that. Let's say you and I are both right, and Kawhi Leonard decides I'm going to stay here. We just won. We're fixed to win again. I'm the hood ornament of this, this Raptor team, and I can bring it, and my teammates can bring it. This town loves me, yada, yada. I'm not going to go to Los Angeles, and I'm not going to go to Clippers. I don't think Clipper fans would be mad at him. I think, I, think, I think the Clipper fans would completely understand that he would stay on a team that just won, you know, <laughs> the end-all, be-all game. The NBA Finals, they won the championship. They won, they won the trophy, you know. So I, I don't think – that's what I'm saying. I don't think – he could piss anybody off right now. I think he's in a great spot. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. That, and that's a good point. I, you know, and that's with winning the championship up in Toronto. If he didn't deliver that title and they lose to Golden State, if you're a Raptor fan, you'd be like, "Oh, it's disappointing." Right. Because we only had him for one year. That's right. Uh, and then he decides, that, which is, you know, he decides to leave and go back home and play in Los Angeles and play with the Clippers. <clears> but uh, we didn't win an NBA title, and now we're going to be worse for the wear for it because we take a monumental step back as a franchise because we're not going to be able to replace Kawhi Leonard. Right. I yeah, mean, that, exactly. That's the concern no. you have. And that, that's a good point. Like, if they, let's, again, hypothetics, if they weren't to win to the point you just made, if they weren't, if the Raptors didn't win, yeah, and then he leaves. Then it'd be a little bit like, I take the Raptor fans, like, yeah. ah, you son of a gun. Well, dude. but here's, you know, Taz, here's the thing for Leonard, though. Ultimately, you know, his decision will impact greatly to NBA franchises because the Toronto Raptors will go from contender to pretender um, once he, if he decides to, to go to the Los Angeles Clippers. They're no longer a championship-caliber team. You can't take the best player off a team, a transformational talent, and say, all right, yeah, well, we could still win, the, get through the Eastern Conference. They will not. Right, I mean, right. uh, you know, the, you'll look at your Philadelphia 76ers, right, or right. maybe if the Celtics signed Kemba Walker. You still got the Milwaukee Bucks, and we'll sure. see what they do with yeah. Chris Middleton. Uh, but even if they don't have Chris Milton, they still have the MVP of the league in Giannis on that That's team. Right. That's right. And, and, and the coach of the year in Budenholzer, so they're not going anywhere. No. So <clears> you're looking <throat> for Toronto, you know, their, you know, their relevancy, at least for the foreseeable future, the next two, three years, is in the hands of Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely. As he delivered an NBA title, he also is holds in their hands their basketball relevancy for at least a couple of years. <laughs> I completely agree. Now let me ask you. On the flip side, like we so we just talked for a second about Kawhi Leonard and how 
the fan bases, either in, in Toronto or with the Clippers, how they would feel if he, whatever move he made, and that he's kind of uh, in a babyface role, a good guy role, no matter what he does. I want to ask you now, Kyrie, okay, different story. Because of the way he left, Boston, the way Boston yeah. finished, the way he left, and you know, yeah, what I, mean? I, I think the you Celtic think fan story. can't stand. Kyrie right, 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 right. right. Exactly. I, I think the Celtic fan is is bothered. You know, we talked about yesterday the Jackie McMullen stuff on the podcast where yes. uh, he she said that Kyrie never really embraced Boston, didn't like living up in Boston. Uh, you know, not you know, got into it with Stevens at times and Danny Ainge. I mean, there. You know, we'll figure out and kind of work your way through what's true or untrue. We could just see the non-emotional response to when they got eliminated by Milwaukee, yeah. which was awkward, which yeah. was basically was like, weird. ah, listen, uh, that, it is what it is. There are oh, greater now. tragedies in life. I'm just hoping our plane doesn't go down <laughs> that we when we head back to Boston. That's basically what he said. I mean, that's – I mean, It was weird, man. It, it was, was just a very, very strange response from, from Kyrie Irving to ask, I think the Boston fan is going to say good riddance. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work out. A deal that didn't work out for both franchises. The Cavaliers got a disastrous return back, and ultimately, a Kyrie Irving up in Boston did not stick. I think for the Celtic fan, they're going to say it's addition by subtraction. Now we can get back to a little bit team chemistry. Let's see what we do with Kemba Walker. And then as we discussed yesterday, I think the Net fans, should he sign in Brooklyn, will have um, an excitement level that I think is a little conservative because there is still the underlying concern about what his personality does inside a locker room. It's about, it's about Kyrie, Kyrie. Irving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think that's the concern you have with Irving because the Brooklyn Net fan likes their team. Right. right. The, the Net fan likes Atkinson. They like the fact that D'Angelo Russell developed. Right, they like the fact that they've got great team chemistry. The guys are all cheering for one another. You know, it's kind of like this inner circle, right? So the concern for the Brooklyn Net fan is this: we saw what Kyrie Irving did up in Boston with the Celtics, with some of those, how it impacted some of those young players. If all of a sudden he does the same thing in Brooklyn, and I know D'Angelo Russell wouldn't be part of the team, but some of the other younger guys on that team, Taz, right? And you say to yourself, well, you know, is it going to be more of the same here with Kyrie Irving? If Kevin Durant doesn't come <clears throat> and it's just Kyrie Irving, his personality, how will it impact the Brooklyn Nets franchise yeah. on the whole? Uh, that, and, that, that's... and that's as we discussed yesterday. That's the big question with Irving. It's not about talent. It's not right. whether or not he can get to the rim, Taz. It's whether or not his personality negatively impacts your franchise, which it could. Yeah, and it's it definitely could, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be just every day polarizing if he ends up a net. People uh, watching to see every move he has on that team, especially once the season starts, and how he he flows with the Nets in the locker room. Because you're right, uh, you know once 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 they step over the line and and they do a tip off, then the guy's a baller. There's no doubt. I mean, he can play, so that's not the issue. It's just the other stuff. You know, and that's the thing, and and, and really, and, and if you circle back again, and like you just mentioned a moment ago about what happened with the Celtics and him, and how he left, which is, geez, I mean, come on, it's a storied franchise. I mean, you know, you, you know, and we talk about the Boston Celtics a lot. And, oh my god, yeah. you know, really, and it's like, and it's like, and they have a great, you know, look, we're, look, we're both from New York. We're not exactly, you know, big fans of Boston sports individually, but and and usually there's a little bit of a competitiveness between uh, you know Boston sports fans and New York sports fans. But they have a very loyal fan base. A big-time, respected, loyal fan base does the Celtics. So the way Kyrie ended that, was as a basketball player, as an NBA star, a little bit, you know, 
kind of like leaves a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth. I mean, and I'm not from Boston. You're not from Boston. No, so but you gotta I, wonder but how that. But you, you have know. respect for what they what they've been able to accomplish. Absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. I remember the first time I walked into Fenway Park. Right, <laughs> I walked, saw a game with my dad. My family we were up there. Took a trip up to Boston. I saw Ellis Burks hit a home run. Yeah. Uh, to win a game against the Kansas City Royals, right? I remember the first time, uh, you know, I didn't see a game, but we were able to see the old Boston Garden. Just yeah. like when I went yep. up to Toronto when I was a young kid yeah. and and saw the old Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah. I mean, you Boston. just remember those things and you have respect for that area, what the legacies and what those yeah. franchises have been able to accomplish right. and, and, and do over the course of time, Taz. And, and you certainly do. And... And listen, Kyrie talked all the good talk up there in Boston with the Celtics. Unfortunately, his actions uh, didn't lead the way. And it was more of a distraction than anything else. And I'm, I'm thinking the Nets and the Nets fan base, and I think they're thinking he ends up there. That won't happen. Yeah, because he's from Jersey. I think he's from like West Orange, New Jersey, I believe. He's, he's grew up there. Like you said, he, he just recently bought a, didn't he buy a big house or a mansion or something and, up in Jersey, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah he bought, yes. So, correct. and for those that aren't from the Northeast, you know, from Jersey to Brooklyn's not far. I mean, especially northern New Jersey, what we're talking about. So, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I do think I, if you don't get Durant and him, and again, Durant's kind of it's a tough thing because of the Achilles and he's not going to be really performing next year. So it's almost like he's almost like a, I don't want to say not involved in the conversation because he is, but Durant's the one's going to be, play, I'm sorry, uh, Kyrie's going to be the one's going to be healthy and playing. Right. You just got to wonder, though, if if the Nets, the organization, and the fan base, if they're, I don't want to say delusional, but if they're kind of ignoring his history of the type of, you know, guy yeah. he's been in the locker room, you know? Well, I don't know if he, right, I don't think you ignore. I think you look at it like other guys, like other uh, fan bases have Taz, and you look at it as being a, a tantalizing talent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're going to say, "I'm going to gamble on talent," right? 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 I right. mean, you know, you've uh, you know, you've seen that over your years in yeah. wrestling, all, where, all time. where where yeah. you see you know uh, uh, wrestling companies that are going to gamble on talent. I think yep. in the just like that, just you look at professional sports. Even though you might have concerns about the person, and there's nothing criminal here with Kyrie. No, 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 no. It's just a matter of what he does to a team and the impact he has on the team. If you don't have a dominant other veteran on that team, and the Nets really don't have that other dominant veteran, right? LeBron James not coming with him. At least year one, Kevin Durant's not going to be on the court with him, right? So that's the reservations you have. When when you look at Kyrie Irving, the concerns are always going to be there, but they're going to look at him and say, I mean, he's a dynamic league guard. Sure, sure. That sure. can generate his shot whenever he wants to. That can get to the rim whenever he wants to. So we're going to gamble on well, that. And the other, the other, if that does happen, the positive thing for the Nets, he's going to help fill fill that building in Brooklyn. I mean, he's going to put asses in seats, as we say in the wrestling oh, no business. Doubt. He's a star. You know, he's going to he's going to he is going to draw people. You know, even if he's not playing good, he's going to be, <laughs> even if he's I mean causing drama in the locker room, he's going to draw. I mean, he he uh, you know Kyrie Irving is. He's a big star, so he's gonna he's gonna if they get Durant too, you know. I mean, I'm just telling you, they're gonna have no problem filling that building. No, uh, no doubt about it. No, no doubt. And that's the worst case scenario for the Knicks. Right. If Durant and Kyrie Irving end up in Brooklyn, the, ne- the, your the Knicks, Knicks. It's just like your Knicks are just fold up and do something. I don't know. Go play baseball and help the Mets. No, they'll still it, just be telling everyone it's the Mecca. The Mecca. Yeah. Everything's the, the Mecca. The Mecca. Most the Mecca. Arena. Right, exactly right. Let, let the building play. Yeah, I wish. That? I wish it could. Let the building play basketball. Uh, <laughs> I'd go to show up the building have them tell me stories. Just tell me stories. <laughs> what happened in this building. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Which team's the most intriguing one? And Lou Williams. 
let you know why maybe team why guys don't want to necessarily want to go to Toronto. Uh, gives you a little feel in terms of inside the NBA player's mind. We'll get into that next. It's Taz and Moose on this Thursday morning. Welcome aboard, everybody. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. If you're on hold, we see you. Hang in there. We're going to do an update quickly, and then we'll get to your NBA calls reacting as free agency gets one day closer, Taz. And let's get it going. 6 o'clock on Sunday night. Popcorn will be out, my favorite libation. And I'll just be watching TV. What would that be? We're talking about a Heine Light? Uh, we're talking about uh, a... Uh, you know what? I think, a, what are we looking at? I'm, I think I'm going to do a, a Sam Adams summer. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. Fancy Dan. I would have went Fancy uh, Dan. Juice. I bought it at Costco. <laughs> which is a great company, by the way. It is. I'm there on a weekly basis. Taz is making it out to be like I'm heading to some... <laughs> I'm getting some you know, IPA rare draft. You buy the running, big 18 packer, right? In the box. The 20, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Sam Adams mix. It was like it was like porch something. It was <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. summer something that was like Sam Adams 76 and then regular Sam Adams. I've had the 76. It's actually, is it good? It's, it's good. I haven't I had, had the 76. Yeah. Is You've it You've had good? it, Andrew? Yeah, it's I, I have, and it's porch rocker, and that's porch, good as well. Yeah, oh. porch rocker. That's well, this guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm a big Sam Adams guy. Are oh. you a big Oh, Sam? yeah. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you drink their winter stuff? The... Andrew Bogus just walked uh, in. I, the Sam Winter is good. Some of the winter stuff's a little too wintry for me. There's one that has like tastes like a evergreen tree, which is kind of weird. I don't love that. Oh, wow. Uh, but, yeah. Well, like a minty taste? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like pine needles. It's a strange oh, yeah. thing. It's a yeah, quiet taste. I want to taste. drink that either. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about ring endorsements. Yeah. <laughs> like the cherry wheat. Cherry wheat's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cherry wheat. Cherry wheat's not bad. And they, do they, they put out a pumpkin ale, too, right? They do. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't do the pumpkin. I don't like the pumpkin Yeah, ale. I can't do that. I'm not into yeah. it. Like 76 is good, like I said. My but brother-in-law. I like pumpkin the, pie. Yeah, my brother-in-law. We, we usually head over to his place like around Halloween because they have like uh, you know a, a neighborhood where it's easy to trick-or-treat with the young kids. Yeah. He's like... Pounding the pumpkin ale. Oh, that's while the kids are around. That's good. <laughs> hey, it's the afternoon. It's Halloween. No, Let's it's get bombed on no, pumpkin it's, ale. It's usually what I did last it's year. Usually, it's usually a we were pulling a little cart like full two, of drinks. It's not two in the afternoon. He's like, hey, you want a shorty and a beer? <laughs> trick or treat. Right, trick or treat. Kids are like, right. is this Reese's peanut butter cup okay? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just eat it. Right. Maybe the can opener. Who <laughs> wants a shot at Jack Honey? <laughs> I'm ordering pe- pizza. I'm getting the meat lovers. Who's trying to feel palm? What do you want? Exactly. <laughs> I go chicken palm all oh the time. Oh my god, the kids um, are dressed up in Halloween yes. stuff. Uh, <laughs> no, the Sam Adams is good stuff. Yeah, That's Sam good. Adams is good. You know, and and in summertime, you gotta go with a nice light beer. You can't go with the heavy. I agree. No, I agree with you. You can't, you know, you can't well, be dude. there in the in ninety degree <sighs> wow. heat drinking a Guinness. Yeah, quick story. Uh, <laughs> I, I I did that on a weekend. I had a little little bit of an issue. Um, I, I am sitting out in the yard. I'm smoking a big big cigar, a big right. heavy, you know, strong full cigar, full body. Need two hands. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't mean not the size. It's a full <laughs> body. It's a potent smoke. It's a stop. potent smoke. I got stop. moose. Stop. I nearly I just spit out all my coffee. I know. It's just, it's a wise <laughs> it's just being a wise for some <laughs> reason. But anyway. For some reason. And I'm drinking uh, a Modelo, but I'm drinking uh, the dark. The dark one. Did you ever oh, have that? Yeah. No, I haven't had the dark. I've had the light. Well, one. the dark is it's heavy. It's heavy. I mean, it's really, really, really good. 
but I don't suggest that with a full, big-bodied cigar while the sun is pounding on your head, <laughs> reflecting right. off of your pool when you have no hat on. Yeah. And next thing you know, I mean, like 20 minutes in, I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm getting a little, I was getting a little tipsy. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, that's a heavy beer. I mean, really? Yeah, like, I gotta try that, the Modelo Dark Beer. It's, it's good. It's good. Okay. It's good. Yeah, I mean, I it's, like I said, it's a little heavier, you know, it's yeah. good for the fall. I mean, like you just said, in the summer, you don't want to do nothing heavy. Well, yeah, I made the mistake a couple of summers ago. We went out to, like, out to Long Island, out to Montauk, and I yeah. brought, like, this German beer that I got at, at like, one of those like uh, uh, you know beer places that yeah, sell like, beverage okay. centers, right, beverage centers, right? And so I was drinking on the beach. I'm like, God, it's so heavy. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm like, and I couldn't. I had to go. I had to go to the grocery store and get yeah. some light beers because I couldn't drink. It's like 93 degrees. Yeah, it's hot. I'm drinking this heavy German beer. I'm like, oh yeah, my god. Like- <laughs> I'm like, this is better when I'm, I'm in air conditioning. Watching a baseball game, then sitting out on the beach. Trying the kids' eggs. <laughs> Mommy, why is Daddy right. floating in the ocean right. so long? <laughs> I know. I don't know. Exactly. He'll be all right. Right. Jackson's <laughs> like, help me build a sandcastle. I'm like, not right now. I'm trying to work my way through this beer. You <laughs> <laughs> could need a loaf of bread to absorb it. Right. Exactly. Like, give me something to get me back to normal. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, we'll get to your right. calls here momentarily. Yeah. Bogus, what's going on, bro? All right. Take it away. Come on. Let's go. Here we go. Thanks, Weird Al. Here's your report sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. It remains to be seen if Jimmy Butler and or the Sixers would do a sign and trade with the Rockets. But the Rockets are doing their due diligence. Houston reportedly wants to trade one of Eric Gordon, Clint Capella, and P.J. Tucker to get a first-round pick, which they would package with the remaining two, maybe include a third team for more assets, and then make their pitch to Philly. The Sixers, meanwhile, said to be confident that Butler and Tobias Harris will sign back up. Kevin Durant has formally declined his $31.5 million option for next season with the Warriors, while Marcus Saul smartly exercises his 25.6 mil option with the Raptors. It's a battle of first place teams. The Braves now lead the Cubs at Wrigley two games to one. 2-0 pitch. Driven. Deep to right center field. That ball crushed by Marquecas. That ball is gone into the basket. It's a three-run home run for Nick Marquecas. For a 5-0 lead in the third, Atlanta 1-5-3. Jim Powell on Braves. Radio fourth and final game of the series is today. The Phillies rallied past the Mets 5-4-10. Jay Bruce, the game-ending RBI double. The Nationals held off the Marlins 7-5. The A's a 2-0 win in St. Louis. And the Brewers lost at home to the Mariners 4-2. The Twins topped the Rays 6-4. The Pirates routed the Astros 14-2. Josh Bell crushed homer number 21. The one thing the Yankees aren't good at right now is keeping Giancarlo Stanton healthy. The slugger back on the I.O. with a sprained right PCL. That's in his knee. He'll be reevaluated in 10 days. Stanton is missing this weekend's games with the Red Sox in London. Last night in Omaha. Two balls, two strikes. Thomas lines it to center field. Backing up is DeMarco. He'll make the catch, and the doors have done it. Vanderbilt. Baseball national champions for the second time in school history. The previous one was 2014. That was Kevin Kugler on Westwood 1. Vandy beat Michigan last night 8-2, recovering from dropping game 1 
of this best-of-three finale. UConn is officially headed back to the Big East, except in football, of course. They'll discuss it all at the Garden at noon Eastern today. And U.S. men's soccer beat Panama 1-0 in KC to win their group at the Gold Cup. That goal from Josie Altador. The Americans take on Curacao in the quarters in Philly on Sunday night. Guys? All right. Thank you, Andrew. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. I've been talking a lot about the uh, – we've been talking a lot about the NBA, you know, the free agency and stuff. Who's going to go where? What's going to happen? We talked a lot about Kyrie. Is he going to end up? Will he end up, I should say, with the Brooklyn Nets? Let's go down to Alabama. Daniel is listening on a 105.5 FM. Daniel, on with Taz and the Moose. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Long-time listener, first-time caller. How you doing? All right, what's going on? Good. What's going on, Daniel? Uh, no, I'm, uh, All right. I'm probably comparing apples to oranges here uh, with, uh, Ky- uh, with the NFL and the NBA. Yeah. But is Kyrie, with the way his attitude is working, isn't he kind of like the T.O. of the NBA? He kind of goes into the locker room. You know, he goes good for a bit, then his attitude sours up, and, you know, he ends up blowing up the locker room. I kind of like that uh, that analysis, yeah, Daniel. I think, I think he might be on to something, Daniel. I, think, yeah, I kind of agree you know, with you. Not, yeah, that's, not, that's You know what, Daniel? It's not a bad one. It's yeah, not, I, not a bad one if you're going to draw it and compare him to a, to another uh, player in another sport. Yeah, Tio. T- and Tio has, has, you know, in his prime, you know, while he was playing, it did show a lot of signs of greatness just like Kyrie has. But yet there's always some kind of drama. But yet it's never nothing horrible like criminal like Moose said earlier. You know what I mean, Daniel? But, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty good analogy by you. All right, and uh, as far as uh, Kevin Durant goes, you know, with his history of injury, you know, is is he more more or less an afterthought of this whole process with the trades or free agency, or or what is your take on that? Yeah, Wait, the, he's, Daniel, he's asked if KD's an afterthought once they. Uh, Daniel, no, you, you, uh, no, I mean, Danny, I, I don't. I, I don't if, if you're saying if Kevin Durant's an afterthought, I don't think Kevin Durant's an afterthought. No, uh, I, I, I don't, don't either. I don't, especially even though he's going to be. I get you. I understand your point, Daniel, but I, I think like he's a star. You know, he's a big star. He's going to, you know, even if he's out injured, which he's going to be, no matter if he's, no matter where he ends up playing, he, you know, he's going to he's going to draw people just for his name. Even if he's not playing, it sounds weird, Daniel. We appreciate the call, but I th- he's still a draw. He's still a star, you know. Oh, he still is. Uh, you know, but you're going to go on the idea of if you are, say, the Knicks or the Nets, you know, you'll take the year, let him rehab, and then when Kevin Durant returns at at the age of 32, Taz, you hope that he's still the same slick shooting star that he's been his entire career. That's that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping that. You know, he's not an or he's not a heavy guy, right? Yes, no. he's a long limb guy, but he's not a heavy guy. So uh, he he is an athletic freak. You think that you know he's going to be he be able to recover a lot better than say a Demarcus Cousins, who's a big body, big sure, man. bigger, thicker, thicker, right. heavier guy. Right, yeah. correct. Yeah. Which it's it's a little bit more difficult because you're a lot harder on your joints and limbs, of course, with with the amount of weight that he carries. No doubt, no doubt. Let's go to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Talk to Richard, listening on one hundred point three FM. Richard, you're on with uh, Taz and the Moose. What's going on? Good morning, gentlemen. A uh, couple things real quick. Just to let you know you got a good following down here in Myrtle Beach. A lot of my friends listen to you every morning. So. Oh, oh, we wow. appreciate that. That's Tell really nice. We love it. Thank yes, you so Richard, much. That's awesome. Good. Tell them thanks. Good. Two things, and then I'll hang up, and I'll listen to your response. I think if Kawhi Leonard stays with the Raptors, and he's a class act, I think he's the type of player that some other players that are good – would want to go play with the Raptors to be with Leonard. 
My second thing is this. If I were KD, I would opt out, go ahead and listen to the offers, and then go ahead and sign the five-year $20 million with the Golden State Warriors because I think he's a good fit with that team, and they appreciate him because he'll be 31 when he comes back. So if he's got five years, uh, uh, he'll be 36 when he, you know, that contract finishes. <laughs> Right. And you're making $220 million. So that's where I would go. But love your show, guys. Listen for your thoughts. Thank uh, you. We appreciate, appreciate it, Richard. Thanks, man. Uh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, well, you're right. He does fit out in Golden State. <laughs> the question, and I think the Warriors have been, there have been reports out of Golden State that they'd be willing to give him that five-year deal mm. and have him yeah. you know, miss the entirety of next season, have him rehab, but then have him for four healthy years starting at the age of 32, not 31. Uh, Taz, the question for him is, does he want a new challenge? Right. I mean, does, well, is the grass greener? Does he want another challenge? Does he want to you know, take his talents to another city and then see if he can shut up all the naysayers uh, for, for the rest of his career? That's, that's, the, that's the thing right. you have. That, that's the question ultimately that needs to be answered when it comes to Kevin Durant. Well, I, I agree. You're going into a whole different coat of paint now. I, now, what I'm about to say, I might be looking a little too deep into it, and I alluded to this a couple weeks ago. Once he got hit, once KD got injured, you know, man, Lufson, he he knows that training staff very well there, and they know his body very well. And unfortunately for him, he's been dealing with them a lot, and he's de- he's going to deal with a, a, a you know, tough rehab that any NBA team, any of their medical staff and training staff, they're obviously well equipped to deal with it. I get that, I know that. But there's a great chance that the trainers and doctors and medical team of, let's say, hypothetically, the Brooklyn Nets, they don't know personally know, you know, Kevin Durant. No. You know, and so that you you don't hear about that, but athletes spend a lot of time with the trainers because especially when they're banged up or they, you know or they're coming back or they're trying to maintain something to stay healthy. You really build, I don't want to say a bond, but you you get to know the male or female trainer or doctors and whatnot. I do think that goes a long way. I do, and I, I, you know, for Kevin Durant, to Rich's point, who just called us from South Carolina, I, you know, if he were to stay, if Durant were to stay there in Golden State, you know, his teammates love him. Oh but, yeah, you know, when he got injured, I mean, you oh, know, but that, that, and ultimately, Tess, I, I think that would be the easy choice for him. Right, right. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I think for be. Kevin Durant, yeah. it would be the easy way, uh, and I'm not saying that would be the bad way. I mean, who, who knows? I mean, and, and his injury might have changed his complete outlook and, and the way that he looks at free agency right, here, though, right, Taz, right. too. I mean, you know, because now he looks at it and says, you know, uh, it just went away. I'm now going to miss an entire year. It's the sport I love. I'm coming back at 30. I want more financial security. I want more money. I, I'm deserving of the biggest contract, and the team mm. that could offer him the most money is Golden State. So Mike was just saying something. I don't, you might notice, Moose. I didn't know this. Mike was just saying something interesting to me. Mike, Moose, the guy that did KD surgery is part of the Nets medical staff. So right. that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, right? Well, there. right. Yeah. I mean, I but but to the point that Taz was making is in case of you look at knowing the athlete, working with the athlete on a day in day yes, out basis. Correct. Correct. Performing a surgery that he went and. You know, got right. the, the best surgeon he possibly well, you're under, could. You're under anesthesia, you have the surgery, right. and to, then you deal to, with the trainer. <laughs> right, to deal with the, to do the surgery, right. right, right. I mean, that, and that's fine. And usually those top doctors have affiliations with teams in those markets. Sure, absolutely. Because they want yeah. the best working on their athletes. Right, and you know, and, and you know this, look, you're covering sports a lot longer than me. And, you know, athletes, you don't hear about the trainers at, at universities or on pro, at pro teams Ever. I'm going to be honest with you. The only time you hear about trainers, and you'll, you'll respect this, is 
re- like really learn about the trainers. It's horse racing. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yes, no, that's true. I know we're not dealing with a human, but yeah, I know it sounds right. a little crazy, but, but yeah, correct. it's and true. Right, I mean, and yeah, they have a greater impact on right on what the horse does on the racetrack really, and really, what they're running. Right, you don't really hear about what guys are doing unless they're terrible, unless guys right. are going down. All of a sudden, there's a rash of hamstring injuries. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. Whatever well, it might be. But whatever yes. it is. No, no, I got you. I, I agree. Right. I mean, uh, you know, a couple years ago, the Mets cleaned out their entire training staff. And it was a good move to do that. Right. Look how and good they they're brought, doing now. And they brought in <laughs> new guys. So. <laughs> At least to help. Well, but, yeah, yeah, well, they're relatively they're young. Relative. Yes. We'll Unless come back. We'll get to your calls. And we'll continue <laughs> to talk a little NBA free agency. We'll get into the Red Sox and Yankees playing over in England. We'll touch upon, certainly, uh, the impact of collegiate athletics in California. We'll explain as we roll right along. It's Taz and Moose on a busy Thursday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, on this Thursday morning, eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's head out to uh, let's head out to Orange, New Jersey, shall oh, we? Oh, Orange, interesting. Let's talk to our friend John, uh, listening on Radio. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John from Jersey. Ah, big John. What's up, house? Hey guys, always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, you know. Listen, I'm going to give you some advice, John. Okay. Yeah. Free advice from me. You're yeah. you're going nuts on the Twitter. You you are you are a guy who really hardly tweeted, and now you are a hot take machine on Twitter. You're nonstop. Once I saw that you were tweeting about pro wrestling, I'm like, John's going too far. Uh, he, <laughs> Moose, he's he's out of control. This guy on Twitter. He's, he, he's a huge wrestling fan. He's very active on Twitter. I know, which is right. great. No, and the Mets are getting on them. And I mean, very can, supportive. Of is, is there a day that that epitomizes how bad the Mets are? than yesterday, oh. Yankees losing five nothing. You know they're going to come back and win, and they do. Right. The Mets are up four nothing, and, and you bet your life they're going to lose, right. and they do. They do, of course. They I do. Know, yeah, they John would be great in digital. No, oh God, he'd be great working here. For the company, the digital department, John. Really, I mean, even if you don't have a history, yeah, he'd, I think he'd be he could a mover do it. And a shaker. He really would. Go. I think he'd make things happen. Oh, he wouldn't. Wow. I've told I've told the moose for years. If the moose, if the moose jumped on Fat Man Inc., I'd have the moose on the Tonight Fat Show in a month. Inc. There you go. Fat Man Inc. In a month. No, John. We I think Moose is on to something. We're going to try and see if we could uh, just get you involved. I mean, he's active on social media. He really he gets is. it right. Honest guy. Honest guy. Passionate guy. Gets things done. Right. Gets That's things right. done. That's right. the key. Yes. John would be well, great. Yes. You got to be honest with that. the talent. You got to be honest with the talent, though. There you go. Well, I just well, want to let you know. Of that, I can honestly tell you, as a Knicks fan, I want nothing to do with Kevin Durant. Nothing. Yeah, and I I, I feel like you're calling WFAN right now. This feels like a WFAN call. Why, the why, Mets, the Knicks, because of, because of, yeah, right. Because of what? Because of what reason, John? Because the because you just don't feel like he'll be able to recover from the Achilles. He's going to be 32 years old when he right. comes back from that injury, and I just think for the Knicks, this and look, and maybe I'm being a pessimistic Knicks fan. This has train wreck written all over it. You're going to pay this guy a max deal for four years. And look, he could come back and be a superstar. I don't know that. But what I do know is that the risk, I think, is unwarranted. And if I'm the Knicks, if I can't get Leonard and I can't get the pre-injury Durant, I'm not spending my money. I'm going to I'm going to go into the season with the cap space, and I'm going to aggressively use the cap space to buy up other teams' expiring contracts and get number one picks back for it and build through the draft. 
That's what I would do. Right, but, think, but if I just and, sign Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving goes someplace else and I don't add anybody else, I could do all that one and the same. The Knicks have got $70 million of cap space. You know, so I, I'm still – if I sign Durant, I'm still going to be bad. I, I'm still going to have a high pick next June in the NBA draft, and I'm still going to have salary cap space too, as you mentioned, John – eat up bad, expiring contracts from other teams, and in doing so, doing another team a favor, I get first-round draft choices. All of that I can still do and right. still bring in Kevin Durant. And, and I think you're also going to keep the Nick fan chill while you're waiting on Durant. Right. I do. I think, and John, we appreciate you calling, dude. But yeah, I, I really do. But I, I get I, it. Yeah. But there I is, see what you're saying. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, think, uh, I think anyone outside of Golden State's nervous about bringing Durant in. All right. All right. All right. All right. Taz Boots, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.